This is Teresa from Santosha Yoga. I'm Cindy Chase. And I'm Penny Carroll. Welcome, Welcome to, to Mindful, Mindful Moments. Moments. Hi, this is Cindy, and I'm here today with Kathy Sweeney, one of our teachers at Santosha, and uh, we're going to just get to know Kathy a little bit, what she likes, what she doesn't like, where she's from, and all that fun stuff. So welcome, Kathy. Well, thank you, Cindy. I'm happy to be here. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Um, so let's just start. So are you from this area? Um, if you mean like right here in Chesterfield, <laughs> no, <laughs> but I am from Michigan, yes. I grew up in Hamtramck. Okay. And... Um, then when I was a teenager, we moved to Warren, okay. and I eventually ended up getting married a couple times there, <laughs> and made my way out to Macomb. Nice. So, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. And so um, you have kids. I do. Yeah. I have two daughters, and whoa, shamelessly, I'm going to tell you that they are in their early 40s, <laughs> so you know I'm only 45, so you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. I know, right. I know, I know, I know. Yep. Oh, that's good. And they're both married, and they each have two children. So, so you have grandbabies. I do. Oh, yes. do you just love those little ones? I do, but they're not so little anymore. The youngest one um, just started high school. I mean, <gasps> the oldest one just started high school this year. Oh, my gosh. And, um, yeah, she's a very intelligent but very quiet oh. little girl, but she found her niche in running. Oh. So she has become... As a freshman, she just earned her varsity letter. We just found that out this week. So it was like, who knew? Oh, my God. Right? We all have these gifts that yeah. somewhere along the line we tap into them yeah. and just surprise the heck out of everybody. That's why, you know, you want to tell your kids, and I know we're just, you know, doing fun stuff here, but um, you want to tell your kids, try lots of different things. And, and that's exactly, you know, I did that with my girls. Mm -hmm. They did that with their kids. and I did that with my kids, too. I was like, try different things. Right. You know, you never know what you're going to like, but if nothing else, you'll find out what you don't like. What you don't like, exactly, <laughs> and what not to do. Exactly, like, oh, no. No, don't like that you know I mean my kids do the same thing they did basketball and soccer and cheerleading oh, and yeah. running oh, and, yeah. you know and then they both found their little niches and it was great and you know funny thing is like I always like was into sports right but as I grew older when you said cheerleading this kind of just hit me it was like there were a couple years where they needed a cheerleading coach it's never a cheerleader I was the sports jock mm -hmm. so I was like mm, I'll do it Oh my gosh, what a riot. They were little fifth and sixth grade girls. Cute. Yeah, I know it was fun. That's so fun. Anyway. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Um, and so you're married. You have a lovely husband. I've met him. I do. He's he's very solid. Yeah. He is uh, very supportive. Um, of all the Something I was always missing yeah. was that stability, that mm -hmm. rock. Mm-hmm. You know? That's and nice. You know, That's when you're younger, you don't think those things are important. You mm -hmm. just think it'll be, you mm -hmm. know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how our, uh, what we want and don't want evolves from 18 to 40. Right. It's how we change. It's right? how we change, you know, in different experiences we have in our lives, mm -hmm. and they kind of shape us and guide us and, you know, and all those type of fun things. Very true. So how did you find yoga? Oh, my gosh. All right, so you already know my grand, my, my, I'm a grandmother, so I, I can't date myself any more than that. But um, even as a child, my mom and I used to exercise together to Jack LaLanne oh my gosh, and yes. Ed Allen. Yes. They oh each had back-to-back -back shows, 9.30 and 10 o'clock. 
PBS. Yes. So, but it wasn't PBS at the time because mm-hmm. we didn't have that at the time. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we faithfully did that. And then um, when I was, you know, in school, of course, that kind of went away and mm-hmm. um, turned to sports and all that. But my mom was kind of missing us doing it together. So she came home one day. And this was, I will tell you, this was in the 60s. Okay. And she says, oh, my gosh, I have something for us to try. And I said, what's that? And she brought home this double album, Richard Hittleman's Yoga. Oh. Oh, my gosh. We were addicted. I could not wait to get home from school or practice. And every day we did yoga. Really? It was an album? It was an album. A double a double, a double album. <laughs> yes. Like Peter Frampton's Double Live. And each I side was like, thank you. <laughs> each side was like probably 40 minutes. Wow. So every day. And it was like we just looked forward to it. My mom sewed us these little mats and we did it. They had a big bedroom. So okay. we did it in their bedroom. Okay. Shut the door. And wow. that was my intro. So over the years, you know, I kind of did it, but mm-hmm. then, you know, divorced with two little kids. Yeah, yeah. I had to get a real job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, other than my teaching aerobics, it was like, I need a corporate job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have something for health insurance and exactly. you pay the bills. You know, exactly. a mortgage. The mortgage company likes their money every they week. too. <laughs> you know, they can't say, oh, well, you do yoga, we're not going to pay you. Not a big deal. Enjoy. So yoga kind of went away. Okay. And um, I taught fitness, and that was not like my job. It was my fun thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I started saying, you know, I need to find a yoga studio around here. Well, over the years, there were none. No, no. And then a friend of mine, um, probably the first of March after Teresa opened, so she was open, what, six, five months? Five months or so, yeah. Said to me, oh, my gosh, I've been going to this studio called Santosha. You need to go there. You say you've been looking. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, what the heck? You know, so my first classes, we went on a Sunday morning because I say we, my friend and I, because mm-hmm. I was trying to avoid something my husband wanted me to do with him. <laughs> so I said, oh, no, I've got yoga. <laughs> got to go to yoga. Loved. It was the old studio. Fell in love. Yeah. And, you know, at that time, I could only do, like, either a weekend or the 815 classes. Right, and, right. Yeah, but yeah, the darn uh, corporate job thing, you know. That that darn job. Yeah, gets in the way. It does. It gets in the way. So I just loved it. Yeah. um, So what do you think it's done for your life? I mean, what do you think you know yoga being part of your life has has done for you? Um, totally made me okay with who I am. Yeah. You know, I was always more of a spiritual type person Mm -hmm. anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. But I always felt like I wasn't good enough. Okay. You know, I wasn't good enough with this. I wasn't good enough with that. I could do better. Um, And it made me okay. You know, somebody told me once that my practice was limited. And that hurt me to the core because I thought, oh my gosh, I'm I'm like giving 150% effort. This is the best that my body can do, Right, right? Right, right. And I thought, no, I need to make other people feel good about what they can do. Mm-hmm. 
And that's you what know? yoga is all about. It's, it it's is. acceptance of yourself. And it made me okay with that. Right. With me. Right. And that person that told you that, that person is just what a crummy person. <laughs> what a crummy they, person. I mean, that they, is not practicing the yamas and the yamas. That wasn't helpful to me no. because I grow from nurturing. Yes. I don't grow from, right. you can't do that. Exactly, yeah. Some people do. Some people, Some the people more you do. tell them they can't, I'm not they, that person. They step up. Neither am I. I am <laughs> not. If you're going to criticize person. me like that and it's not constructive, it's not going to help me grow. Exactly. It's not going to help exactly. me grow. Exactly. Yeah. Now, do your kids practice yoga at all? Do your girls? Um, well, the one does, mm-hmm. but she is um, not so much into the spiritual part. Okay. She's very... You know, and there is a physical aspect oh, yeah. to yoga. Absolutely. She's the hot yoga girl. She's the, you know, I got to do it faster, harder, better. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and that there's a place for that. Sure, sure. You know? yeah. The other daughter is more like me. She's more like, um, <sighs> mm-hmm. let's slow it down. Mm-hmm. Let's be let's in touch. feel the mood. What's yeah. going on inside of me? Yeah. yeah. You know, not just physically, mm-hmm. but emotionally mm-hmm. how am I feeling yeah you know so yeah I like that yeah oh that's great that's great um so we know you teach obviously because you teach here <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and you took your teacher training here with Teresa as well I did yeah I know and what kind of what what how did that because you were already a yoga practitioner how did your teacher training what did you expect from your teacher training I guess is what I want to ask you um I wanted to dive into the philosophies more okay never intending Never intending to teach. Mm-hmm. Deepening your practice. Deepening my practice. Spiritual practice as well. Opening more, getting just in touch mm-hmm. with me, the universe, you know, how are we all connected, mm-hmm. and talking about that, because this is such an ancient art. I know. I love that. It's been around like for forever. thousands and thousands and These thousands of years. These people had it together. I know. <laughs> I know. We have gone backwards from we the have. beginning of this yoga stuff yes. until now. It's, it's insane. Um, so... Do you have other things that you teach? Do you, I mean, what, what do you teach? What do you teach? Um, I teach, well, I just recently, well, well, there's a lot of wells in there. <laughs> um, okay, so. It's a deep well. I started out teaching a chair, a chair class to wheelchair-bound people. Oh, wow. It was my start. And, oh, my gosh, I learned so much from those people. Mm-hmm. You know. Talk and, about tenacity, huh? Yes. You know, and the will and the pride when they could lift their arms or, you know, I would tell them to focus, you know, even if you can't move your legs, focus and picture them moving. Mm -hmm. And when there'd be like a little jitter, they were like so excited and I loved that. And then um, another job came to me and that was um, a basic class. Okay. You know, which I just love introducing mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. to yoga. Mm-hmm. You know, especially the people that think they can't d- yeah. do it. Yeah. And um, I taught a meditation class for a few years. My passion is the gentle. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm teaching basic and mixed here mm-hmm. on Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. but my passion is the gentle. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to take that detriment that someone told me I had Mm -hmm. and make it in my work for me right I wanted other people to feel that they could do yoga that they don't have to be you know Gumby Mm -hmm. they don't have to do headstands 
They don't have to be able to wrap their leg, you know, around the back of their neck. They just need to breathe Mm -hmm. and be open. Mm -hmm. And so every pose, I'm always trying in my mind, every time I go to a class, how can I modify this? Mm -hmm. You know, to give those students that nurturing yes you know so my passion really is the gentle the gentle and and you know and it's and it's teachers like you who have that awareness and who've had those things said to them that really understand that a lot of people judge people based on their physicality what you can and can't do and it's you know okay so I can't do a headstand that's not I'm not any less of a yogi I, I couldn't do a headstand when I was in high school. Exactly. You know You know what I mean? Yeah. I could support it, yeah, but I but, had this fear. Right. Maybe I broke my neck in a past life. I don't who know. Who knows? Whatever. whatever, you know. Um, uh, but I mean, but but it's teachers like you who actually have that that gentleness to you that you want people to enjoy their experience. I do. And you want people to come back. I do. And to know that it's not just about the physical, like you said, it's about the emotional and how do you feel today. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and that has a lot to do with the way our practices, and we, we both know as teachers, oh my gosh. some days, you know, you're feeling on top of the world and your practice is rocking. And then other days you'll come in and you're like, child's pose is it for me today. Exactly. You know, and that's okay. I'm here. And, and I'm that is, that's it's the okay. beauty of it. Yeah. It is It's okay. okay. You know, whatever your yoga is today is okay. You know, um, I do some privates, but I don't actively seek them out. Mm-hmm. They seem to come to me. Mm-hmm. And every private class that I've done has been... Um, couple different women that don't even know each other with MS. Okay. A mom approached me to help her 12-year-old son with muscular dystrophy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just bizarre. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the things that come to you. Well, when you're open and you are, are and you appreciate the gifts that you have, the, the gift of the yoga that you have, what you've learned and what you've learned to teach, and, you know, when that's out there in the universe, the universe will go, there are people who need you, and they will send them right to you. You know what, Cindy, isn't that the truth? I mean, you look how long you've been teaching. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's only been five years. Mm-hmm. But um, you know you know how we go in those cycles where mm-hmm. our confidence yep. totally tanks, right? <laughs> yep, totally. Yeah. It's like, what the heck am I doing here? Right. Am right. I even making a difference? Yes. And I'll be like, all right, I need a sign. Mm-hmm. And I'll be darned if that's not the class that people come up to you and they say, thank you so much for being here. Mm -hmm. You really helped me today. Mm -hmm. Or I love your, and it's like, all right, I get it. (laughs) Yes, I will keep doing this. Exactly. Well, you know, I mean, and that's that's true, you know. I mean, that's true. Um, So do you have a favorite yoga book, a favorite book that you pull things from, or where do you you find your inspiration? You know, when I first started teaching, I was always like, okay, what does this book say? What does that book say? Mm And, um, yes, I, I don't have a favorite book. L- let me just tell you, there's stacks of them that are <laughs> partially read, right? Oh, don't we all have those? And so it's like, those. now, with feeling, you know, a little more experience, mm-hmm. something will happen, and that'll trigger, like, oh, we need toast. I was making toast. This kid you not. And the bread changed from when I put it in the toaster. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, that's just like us. Mm-hmm. We do one little thing, and we can change. Mm-hmm. So my whole theme that week was I'm changing and growing. <laughs> toast. Some toast. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, the inspiration comes from 
all over. It comes yeah. from the classes I go to, like yours. Mm -hmm. Like it'll be like, oh gosh, Cindy, I never thought about that that way. Mm -hmm. You know, or any of the teachers. Right. Yeah. You know, they'll say something and it takes you off on a tangent. Mm -hmm. And know? and I think life is our best teacher if we just look at it as a learning experience. You know, I mean, so many people. Um, can go through life just aggravated all the time with every experience they're oh. having in traffic at the grocery store, you know, it, any interaction they have with people at work. And I always try, at least I try, I'm not successful all the time, probably like you, that I go, well, what is this, What is, you know, what's going on around me? You know, mm -hmm. why am I agitated by this situation? Is it me? And most of the time it's me. Mm -hmm. I'm agitated already. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's it's an experience. And if you learn to let things come to you like you do, you're very open spiritually. I know this about you. If you let yourself open to things that come in, like you said, the toast, it's change. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, and who would think? I mean, and you make toast probably four times a week. And just that one day. <laughs> yeah, see like, too much bread. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just that one day, you know, you're like, change oh I get it now get it. I yeah, understand I get it. you know or like in the springtime everything's growing and you know blooming and things like that oh growth expansion exactly. spring newness you know I mean I'm big with the moon the moon phases and oh, me too you know me too so we have you a know, big full, full moon, moon tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> full moon tomorrow um and so I'm very aware of yes. how I feel. Like I, you know, I know that new moons leave me feeling kind of lonely full and moons. sad. And, and new moons made me feel like oh. that. Full moons, I feel, you know, full and happy and just all kinds of good mm -hmm. things. And it's interesting to watch myself ebb and flow with that. Yes. You know, yes. I mean, and people don't, and I maybe I'm just more sensitive or whatever, but I just, I know myself mm -hmm. and I can always tell. What's going on? My girlfriend will always call me. Hey, is it a full moon coming up? I'm like, yeah, you got to put that on your calendar. That's right. <laughs> be aware. Be you prepared. Be aware. You know, um, I teach a Christian yoga class mm -hmm. too. And um, my faith, you know, not the churchy faith, mm -hmm. but my faith is very strong. And I've noticed now the longer I'm teaching that class, mm -hmm. the more in tune it is with the teachings of Patanjali, mm -hmm. but um, these people don't want to hear that. No. They just want to hear, you know, readings from the Bible mm -hmm. or prayer, mm -hmm. and it's all so connected. Yes. yes, It just blows me away because my two separate worlds have merged into one. Yeah, and it's so, it's so nice that you say that too. I mean, you know, yoga is not a religion. It, no. it, there's no, no dogma there's no, no you know no. there's a philosophy behind it exactly but when you look at the yoga and the christianity and the judaism you know they're all teaching the same lessons mm -hmm. be kind yep you know love your neighbor yep you know as, all, you, love as yourself. you love yourself love yourself love first. yourself yes <laughs> we both have struggled with that i know <sighs> and you know Remember that we're all connected. We're all one. Mm -hmm. You know, and we and you have opened yourself up to the connection with the divine, and so that allows you to be able to bridge between the two, which yes. I think is amazing. It's you know? just it's amazing for me. It's blowing me away mm -hmm. because each week I feel like um, in my research, you know, especially on the Christian aspect, because I know what these ladies want. Mm -hmm what feeds them so i want to make sure that i give them mm -hmm. what they're coming to my class for right and it's like oh geez and you're feeding yourself wow. at the same time yes 
this is just like this. And the yamas and the niyamas and the Ten Commandments, it's all the same thing. It's all the same. Yeah. It's all the, all same, the same thing. thing. Yeah. Yep. Different words. Different, different words. Books, yes. Same concepts. Right. Same concepts. Um, so do you have any other hobbies or activities that you enjoy doing? Oh, my gosh. Besides um, your grandkids? Besides that. Well, they kind of live far away, so... You know, you know what that's like. Yeah, it's when like, your kids live far away, you're like, gosh, darn it. But mm-hmm. that's okay, too. Yeah. Right? We gave them life that's to have their own life. Exactly. Exactly. Um, oh, my gosh. I love reading. <clears throat> I love walking. I love going to movies. I mean, that sounds so sedate. Oh, I just nice. love going to the <laughs> movies, you know? Give me a ticket to Imagine or MJR, and I am there. <laughs> yeah. what, was oh, the last movie you, what was the last movie you saw? Shamelessly. Downton Abbey, I am Good for a you. Downton Abbey fan. Good for you. All the series. Oh yeah, I've already seen that three times. So oh my gosh, are you kidding me? No, I'm not. <laughs> Shameless. Shameless. Oh, I'm, not. I'm not. Oh, good for you. Good for you. I've heard good things about it. Good things about oh, it. Oh yeah, it was wonderful. Um, so what's your favorite way to start your day? Um, oh, I have a routine. Okay. Oh, I love routine in the morning. Oh, me too. I, that's the only thing that gets me through. I get up, meditate. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Oh. And then I go in the kitchen and I have my cup of tea or coffee. Um, right now I'm on the tea thing because mm-hmm. I don't drink coffee in October. And um, Any particular, not to get you off tangent, but any particular reason why you don't drink coffee in October? Yes. Care to share or no? I can. Okay. Please. All right. So um, back in the 90s. I was, um, at that time, and it's not the kid's dad, I was married to an alcoholic who was um, abusive. Okay. And when he started um, telling my children that they couldn't have their friends to that, I was, oh, oh no, you can talk to me, but you no, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So um, I went for a walk, and it was winter, and... Um, I was doing a novena to St. Teresa, Mm -hmm. and she tells you she hears you by the sign of a rose or the scent of a rose or whatever. So I was walking, and it's all snowy white. It had just, you know, it was beautiful out. Mm -hmm. And there was a white house, and I walked past it, and there was a red rose bush on the side of the house. And me, I'm walking along like, oh, look at that. That red looks so pretty against the white. So I walked down like two more blocks, and it's like, Holy crap, what is a red rose bush doing out there in the middle of winter, right? Mm-hmm. So I doubled back. Oh, that bush was as dormant as could be. And I was like, all right, I know what I need to do now. Mm-hmm. So I went and sat in the back of the church, and I was like, all right, I am so done with my life because evidently I have made a mess. Please fix it. Do whatever you need to do to get me out of this. And boom, 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 things changed, mm-hmm. right? And um, he was gone. I was happy. The kids were happy. And I thought, I need to remember that. Mm -hmm. So October is the Feast of St. Teresa. Okay. So in order to keep myself grounded, I give up something I really like in the morning. And it's very difficult because it's chilly in the fall. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you got all those um, pumpkin lattes. Mm -hmm. And I love pumpkins. (laughs) So it's like, no, I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. That's very personal. Well, thank you. Thank you.
okay, so where is the most interesting place you have ever been? Hmm. Oh, probably Alaska. Oh, it's beautiful there, isn't I it? spent um, three months up there. <gasps> wow. My children three were months. little, and um, the uh, my husband at the time had um, relatives up there. Wow. And he wanted to go visit them, so we bought a truck and a camper, and we took two weeks to drive up there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, his uncle was an electrician, and, and my ex-husband was, so we, um, he offered him a job and said, why don't you just stay up here, you know? And he says, you know, you can help with the kids, and my wife and your wife get along great, da-da-da, because we used to hike in the mountains and yeah. stuff, and it was so beautiful. It is beautiful up there, isn't it? It, oh my gosh. It's, it's yeah, it's, it, it's it, one of those places that it you're is just like, wow. Yeah, It's just wow. It is, it, because things are pristine. Mm-hmm. I found oh, that in Hawaii untouched. when I was in Hawaii. Oh. I thought, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. I just, you know, you look at pictures of it and you can't believe it. I found that when I was in Italy. I just looked around and thought, it is absolutely one of those places, you know. I mean, definitely painted by mm-hmm. the hand of God. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. You know, it was just it was just amazing. One I day I will go back. Absolutely. You I should. Think, you it's know, fantastic. and at that time, I wanted to move up there. Oh, wow. You know, but... Um, well, things happen. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> so, I'm just meant to be here. Exactly. Right? You are meant to be here with us at Santa That's Georgia. right. And this I'm happy This is where you're supposed that. to be. Right. <laughs> Um, so do you have a favorite book? doesn't have to be a yoga book or just any book in general. Um, no, I actually don't. No? Because my reading variety is kind of extensive. Like I have like tons of yoga books started. Mm-hmm. But then, um, you know, it's coming on that season, Christmas. I love all those little Christmas stories, right? So I'd have to say that a non-yoga book would be those little Christmas stories, little Debbie McComer oh. and her little stories. Yes, yes. I love those. Love I love those. those. Well, you know, it makes your heart happy when you're reading it stuff does. like that. And, it you know, does. There seems to be so much yucky stuff in the world that, you we know. All we all have to have a little we, fantasy, We do. Right? We just have to have that, you know, that Christmas kiss or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's probably the name of one of them. It probably is. <laughs> the Christmas kiss. Um, okay, what is your spirit animal? Do you have a spirit animal? No, I don't. And I was really upset by that at one time. <laughs> I went to several shamanic journey classes, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And um, one in particular, I went to his twice, Shaman Joe. And um, he was very intuitive. Mm-hmm. But every time that I would take one of these journeys, it was an angel always came out. Okay. And it would be like, well, maybe right now you don't have an animal. Mm-hmm. You have an angel. I have an angel. Which is I great. I really wanted an animal. <laughs> I want an animal, damn it. Everybody's got an animal, don't they? And the shaman show said to me, no, maybe right now they come in and out. Yes. Yeah. You know, he yeah. said you have different ones at different times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he goes, they're... He says, maybe right now you don't need an animal. Maybe you need this angel. Maybe you need the angel, yeah. You know, and it was like, and her name is Angela. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, yeah, isn't it? Okay, Angela. Angela, I don't. Just keep it up. Keep, keep it, it up. up. Um, what's the best advice you've ever been given? 
Mm. <sighs> One of the teachers here, when I first started teaching, she said, just remember, less is more. So at first I was like, okay, less poses is more, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of what we were talking about, but mm-hmm. you know what, that is starting to mean more and more to me. You know, as you travel through life, less stuff mm-hmm. is more space. Mm-hmm. You know, less words means more listening. Yes. You know, less is more. Less is more. You are absolutely right. So that is the best advice that, I've ever been given. That's good advice. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to put that on my mirror on a sticky note. Less is more, Cindy. Less is more. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Less is more. Less is more. All right. These are fun questions. These are would you rather questions that oh, I geez. found. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Those are, so, are crazy. I know. Those are fun. Um, let's see. Would you rather be able to teleport anywhere or be able to read minds? Teleport. I think reading minds would be too much of a responsibility. Yeah. Too much coming at you. And some minds, let's face it, they're kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Don't want to be in that space. Right. You know, so teleport. Because then I could travel all over. Yes. That's what I think, too. Mm-hmm. Would you rather know the history of every object you touched or be able to talk to animals? Talk to animals. Find out, hey, which one of you is going to be my spirit <laughs> I hold it. <laughs> having a committee meeting. All right, That's everybody, right. round them up. <laughs> yeah, animals, they're so, their senses are so heightened, aren't they? They do what they do what they need to do and nothing they more. They do. They don't they do, do any extra. Mystical, magical. Yeah. Yes. You know, they, yes. they live by instinct. They do. And, you know, we've we've lost our instincts in this world other than just the instinct to have to have more. And there you go. To have but more less. and do more. But, but less. less is more. Yeah, but less is more. Would you rather live in a cave or in a treehouse? Definitely a treehouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cave is too, um, it, cave signifies to me dark, mm-hmm. dreary, aloneness, sadness. Mm-hmm. Those are the thoughts. Mm-hmm. Treehouse, without a doubt. Yeah. See the beauty of the sky, the trees, the sun, the rain, yeah. the storms. Mm-hmm. Oh, sleeping yeah. sleeping under the stars. Sleeping under yeah. the stars. Would you rather have a completely automated home or a self-driving car? Oh. <laughs> That's oh. tough. Can I have both, please? No, I don't want either. <laughs> no, I, I want to drive my car, so... I mean, I'm really not a technology person, but if I had to pick, I'd probably say home. The home? Yeah, go ahead, clean yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather do fun stuff. I don't really want to clean that toilet oh anyway. <laughs> yeah, clean yourself, make your own bed, do it yourself. Exactly, yeah, exactly. There we go. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Probably to speak. Yeah. Because I could still communicate. Reading, we grow, you know, we grow from each other, we grow from others' thoughts that are put out. Oh, mm-hmm. I, could, I couldn't live without reading. I know, I know. Isn't that crazy? Difficult. Would you rather be 10 minutes late all the time or 10 minutes early? Oh, definitely early. <laughs> late? Oh, no. no. Unnerving. I get stressed enough. Unnerving. Anyway, anyway, I need to make myself more stressed. I know, I know. Would you... Rather spend the rest of your life with a sailboat as your home or as an or an RV? That's a really tough one. Mm-hmm. 
But then I go back to the cave and the treetop. Mm -hmm. And an RV seems kind of cave-ish to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like the same old thing that you see every day when you're in it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look out the window, yeah, it's great. Or if you leave the RV, it's great. Mm -hmm. On a sailboat, there are no windows. There's the breezes. There's the... But I wouldn't want to be caught in a storm. Mm -hmm. The RV would be safer in a storm, but let's not dwell on the negative. <laughs> I guess I picked the sailboat. The sailboat? All right. Um, let's see. Would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or tattoos appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday? Oh, no, you don't need to know that. <laughs> I'm... Um, yeah, there's a lot of things about me that are very private. Mm -hmm. I choose, while well, you, little Miss Scorpio, <laughs> I, I so know. Very passionate and fiery so, human being that I am. Yes, yes. So I. when you share something, I know it's like you trust somebody. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. What is your What is your sun sign? Oh, I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, you're a Sag too? I am. Yes. Oh, yes. yes, my Sages. I love them. <laughs> So you don't want the tattoos that tell everybody oh, no. what you oh, did no. yesterday? Oh, no. Oh, gosh, no. Yeah. Uh -uh. Yeah. No. I know. I thought about that as well, and I thought, well, Noah, then I would have to stay in the house sometimes for days on end because... <laughs> you know, it's like, you don't need to know that you I sat on my butt all day yesterday exactly. and, and did nothing. And I just binge-watched Netflix. You know, but really, you don't need to know my emotions either, but I think that's probably safer. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if mm -hmm. I'm feeling crabby, I usually give, especially like my husband, I just give him a little warning. Mm -hmm. I go... And you know what? I'm feeling like really crabby today. Mm -hmm. So maybe you should just clear my space. <laughs> Let me get over this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, because when somebody tries to, you know, when somebody tries to talk right. you out of how you're feeling, that ain't going to happen. No, that makes it worse. It does. It makes it worse. Don't tell me that I need to get out of this right now. I right. need to sit. Sometimes we need to sit in whatever we have. Yes. Most of the time we need to sit in it and figure out why are we feeling this way. We're so quick in our society to get over emotions, to just get over it, move on to the next no, no, thing. No, we have them for a reason. Right. Our body, our mind, our spirit, our everything has to deal with what we're dealing with. You know, process, process, process. We have to process. Yeah. And when people, you know, I, I like grieving, you know, for whatever, you know, reason, you know, mm -hmm. somebody passes away or a relationship or whatever it is. Right. People always say, well, don't worry, you'll get better soon. Or it'll be, it'll be, you know, it'll be fine. And they're trying to like talk you out of your but grief. But if you ignore, how do you grow? You can't. Right. You can't. You have stuck. to sit in there. And then you know what? Then something yeah. in your body is going to start aching or hurting or yep. disease. Yes. Right. Yeah. Disease. Because you're holding. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're not, we're not processing what we're going through. Exactly. You know, and it's just really sad. I see people do it all the time. They they jump from one activity to the other to distract themselves from something that they're feeling right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how about we just sit with that sadness or we sit with that grief or we sit with that anger and say, why am I angry? Right. What is what what is touching me right now that's making me angry? Right. Or sad. Or sad or, or, or tired, tired or right. you know, whatever it is, you mm -hmm. know. So if so what so what so you were crabby, so you said you were crabby. So what color would that be to you? What color is crabby? Crabby? Earth. <laughs> <laughs> kind of grayish, murky, maybe brown because I hate brown. Okay. I don't like the color brown. Let's say brown. Brown is crabby. Like being crabby. Okay. Yeah. 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 What would be your happy color? Blue. 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 Yeah. 
that just makes your heart happy when you think yeah. of blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's purple. Is it? Yeah. Well, oh, purple. Makes you know what? Happy. That is a Scorpio color. Yeah, purples and reds. Oh my gosh. Uh huh. <laughs> Those big vibrant colors. Yep. Um, let's see. One more of these fun things. Uh-oh. Okay. Would you rather only wear one color each day or have to wear seven colors every day? <laughs> because I have my routine in the morning, <laughs> I really wouldn't have time seven to figure colors. out seven colors. So Can you imagine? No. I I would just have to go with one simplistic. Less is more. Less is simplistic. more. Simplistic. There yeah. we go. One color. One color. I'd be the one color girl. Mm-hmm. be a one color girl. Yeah. I think I would too. I just think seven colors is way too overwhelming for me. And I own, own enough black. <laughs> Don't we know? We're black every day. Right? Every day. Black is my color. Black is just, it, black is it. You know, it's That's just like, right. it's easy. I can just get away with it. Mm-hmm. I can just get away with it. Or white. I have a lot of black and white mm-hmm. in my closet. It's easy to work with. You mm-hmm. know. Very easy to work yeah. with. Thank you. Well, thanks, Kathy. This has been so much fun. See, oh my gosh. This was nothing like I expected. Um, I just expected something so formal, but this oh, was not this with was me. Fun. You know, you know me. There's I know that's formal. why when you you mentioned it, I was like, Yeah, I'm good with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's We're just gonna sit like we're sitting here. We can just time. chat. Yeah, yep. exactly. So any closing words you'd like to put out there about anything? Um, just to tell people to it's okay to be you. It's it's just totally okay. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, we we we're here for a reason. We're all stardust. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're yes. all part of the universe. I told that to somebody, and they looked at me and kind of had this perplexed look on their face. I know they, they look at you like, yeah, what do you mean it's okay? Exactly, today? like, yes. hmm, what are you doing? But it's true, you know, I mean, we are all okay just the way we are. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to change one single thing. Right. We, you know, we need to just embrace the beauty. That's of beautiful, yes. Each one of our in, our individual, you know, beings, you know. Mm-hmm. when And I think as you've learned and as I've learned, that once we can get to that point with ourselves, it's so much easier you know, to, to bring other people in and to show them. And that's the best teacher, I think. And I know that that's how you are because I've seen you teach and I've seen how you interact with people. You show people how it's okay to be you. Well, thank you, Cindy. It, you do. You do. I and I appreciate like that. Santosha itself does that. Yeah, this you is know, a great place for that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's okay for everybody to just be who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, love yourself, you yes. know, love everybody else. And when we say love everybody else, I mean, we don't have to love everybody else. No, you know, but, yeah. You know, I mean, just ahimsa, nonviolence. That doesn't mean that you agree or accept. No. no. It's just, you know what, you're going to be that way today. Mm-hmm. Um, you're that type of person, then I don't choose mm-hmm. for us to be seeing each other or friends. Right. You know what I right. mean? I don't want to be around mean, negative no, people. no, it's it's too hard. It's too draining. And you're a very sensitive person. I've seen I've seen that. Oh, white Angelica, essential oil, my favorite because <laughs> it's like protect me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every day before I go well, out, well, I do my little Reiki symbols around me, my little protective yep. bubble. Oh yeah, I don't want yeah. to pick up your crap. Yeah, I got I enough of my own. I know. <laughs> I've been I'm carrying my own I stuff. I got my own know? junk. I'm trying, trying to, to I'm trying to weed it out. I'm, I'm like going, I don't need this anymore. I don't need this kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, right. and it's you know, and it gets easier. I think when we become more aware of what our stuff is and why it's there, 
then we can just hold it for a second and we can set it mm-hmm. away from us. You yes. know, I mean, you know, we like we all have trauma and we all have struggles and we all have grief and shame and all those kind of things. But when we can acknowledge them and hold them in our hand and and say, hey, look, I know you've been through this and I know this hurt and but it's not who we are. Right. And we can set it to the side. And, and you know, and I've seen you do that with students. I mean, and they love you. They Aww, just, you know, you. you're you're so calming to people. You know, you're so you're so gentle. My you know? family always calls, just if you want something, go by Kathy. She just breathe around you, and you'll feel better. <laughs> like, that's okay. the biggest compliment ever. Like, okay. I know, but you know, I mean, that's and that's one of the things that we bring into the studio <sighs> when we're here. You know, I mean, we, and I've been told that as well. I've been told that when I walk into a room, I just bring a sense of you zen. Do. You know, I mean, and and I, and that, that is no bigger compliment to me. It's, if somebody it's amazing, says, and you do. You know, yes. when, when people say that to you, you're probably like, I am so glad that that's what I'm admitting right now. Mm-hmm. Because I want people to feel safe and happy. Yes. And loved. Exactly. Safe and happy and loved. That's it. So we need what it's all about. Thanks, Kathy. Oh, Cindy, thank you. All right, I love you. I love you too.